chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous NASCAR podcast, Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, and I am back. And I'm also joined alongside Thomas Dick. It's good to see you again. New phone. Who this? <laughs> well, and I should have waited another week uh, because we had an action-packed week. A lot of races this week. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I took a drink every time. Uh, someone said tricky triangle, and I just woke up in a pile of uh, Coors Banquets. Not Bush Light, huh? No, no. Is there anything around the Pocono racetrack? Like, they kept showing aerials, and it's just It's, like, it's a world-renowned, like, camping place. You go camping. It's like you put a, horse, uh, a racetrack out in the middle of Yellowstone National Park. All right. I mean, I-80 passes through, like, by... So traffic, um, there was a couple times back in my um, early years where I was driving from New Jersey to Ohio or vice versa when Pocono was letting out and it's an absolute cluster. Um, I wish no one that ill will. It was just, yeah. Huh. But yeah, it's like, uh, it's like a, uh, a camping uh, um, heaven out there in the Poconos. Well, do you think any of the campers complained about the noise? Like they didn't know that NASCAR was going on. Uh, the just... bears, there's probably Yogi Bear probably came with boo boo and uh, like bitched about the noise. Oh, so all right. Well, let's get into it because we have four races this weekend. Let's get started with the truck race. And the weekend got off to a hot start as we didn't even make it across the cross finish or the start finish line uh, before we had our first caution of the day. Yeah, Jack Wood, who had been promising in his last few races, I think I personally had mentioned him. Uh, he, they said he missed a gear, and then he, uh, he just T-boned Johnny Sauter. Johnny Sauter's playoff chances up in flames. Um, he's most likely to get a need a win at Knoxville or Watkins Glen. And then uh, we got Bush whacked early on. He, Kyle Bush just needed six laps uh, to get from 22nd to move into the top 10. Yeah, and only one of those was a green flag lap. Unless you count that first lap, which I don't, because they didn't make it to this, like <laughs> half the trucks didn't make it to the start-finish line. Um, yeah, he uh, he made up a lot of ground on both the two restarts, and yeah, he was he was off and flying, so you know what kind of race it's going to be. Yeah, so, and it didn't, not a lot of action going on in the first stage. Zane Smith came away uh, with the win, uh, in stage one, Ben Rhodes and Todd Gilliland led laps in stage one. Uh, Bush moved all the way up to second. Yeah, and it was uh, it was weird because Nemechek really wasn't up there. And so Bush is up there, and you're like, hey, where's your little buddy at? And he, he was like around 10th, 11th, somewhere in there. Yeah, and they, yeah, he wasn't in the top 10, but we'll see that uh, he got a little help uh, a little bit later on. Spoiler alert. But as we got into the second stage, a lot of cars make a pit with trucks to go. Huh? Trucks. Oh, trucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost with my pronouns. But we did see some pit strategy coming to play late in the stage. Yeah, as you're going to see all weekend, um, a lot of a lot of trucks pitted with three to go left in the stage. Uh, Zane Smith got a hose job. Yep. Light was turning. Like, I'm confused. Like, they got sort of like a commitment cone 
I think they need to have like a hey, you're headed towards like because if he would have he saw the yellow light where he was at, I mean that would have been a hell of a thing to get back on the track at that point. Yeah, like uh, to me, you're you're committing to late like late at that point. Yeah, he definitely got screwed, and as we saw, he had to start at the rear following the stage break, which just completely uh, put him out of contention of what it would otherwise been a pretty good day for him. Yep. Uh, Nemechek ends up winning the stage because all the, uh, the gerrymandering going on with the uh, pit and short, uh, he's followed by Rhodes, Friesen, um, Austin Hill. Not, uh, I think Timmy was uh, Timmy or Ty was in the race too. So I should have put Austin Hill and Matt Crafton. Huh? And then, uh, Ben Rhodes, he's penalized for speeding in the pit, so he goes to the tail end. Um, as we saw all three races, it's sort of a war of attrition between the uh, the gas and the the pits and the penalties and the whatnot. It seemed like an 800-mile race, and it was only like 100 and something. Yeah, it seemed pretty short from when I went back and watched them. Oh, yeah, the truck race was really short because, like, the stages were 15, 15, and – whatever and i told uh luke like the second stage because normally i don't start to like lap four or five yeah. if there's a yellow in there that's going to be like six green <laughs> green flag laps in that stage all right so as we get to the final stage it's kyle bush and Car carson hosevar out front to start the final stage and then we see bush and sheldon creed start to run away with it and they're about six seconds out of uh, third place with 15 to go yeah it looked like they were it was going to be those two they were clearly the fastest car uh trucks god pronouns <laughs> and uh yeah uh, but uh yeah so then we get to uh chandler smith he has to make an unscheduled pit stop with 14 to go and he menaces his rookie of the year lead yeah that is tightening up between him and host of our um and then Stuart Friesen brings out the yellow with 10 to go. So the Bush Creed runaway train is stopped. Which is kind of what we've been longing for. Like we always see these races that get, uh, you know, the, the leaders way out in front. We never really get the caution. We finally got it here in the truck race. Um, see, I, I don't want it if one car is getting away. If like two or three are getting away, I don't mind it. I would have liked to see how they, a Bush Creed uh, ending would have been rather than what we got in this one. Um, anyhow, uh, during the yellow flag laps, Grant and Finger's engine expires. I don't know what that meant. They didn't really go into it much. Um, he had been running ninth before the yellow and uh, just crap for him. Yeah, and it sucked for him because he only got three points too. Yeah, well, he can't make it to the playoffs anyways. Because ah. uh, he missed the very first race of the year. Thank you, uh, Thorsport. Um and I mean, that might have been why his engine expired. He was in a CR7 motorsports truck instead of uh, Thor Sport. Cool. So he uh, finishes 36th on the day. But we restart with six to go. It's Bush and Nemechek starting out front. And this is where kind of what we've seen before. Kyle Bush letting uh, Nemechek to have the lead. And he kind of doesn't really push him. Yeah, and, like, the announcers don't allude to it. They pretend, like, Bush is really wants to win. Like, yeah, he's sort of trying to win, but he's also sort of trying not to wreck his two trucks. And he makes – and you can see it the way he raced Nemechek out of the start, but then the way he uh, races Creed in a couple laps 
when Creed's trying to get by him. And Creed should have dumped him with about three laps to go. I think he should have, but that's just me. Um, and where did Creed's hair go? Must have cut it, man. I think he wins a race. I know it's getting uh, swampy out there in the Poconos. Maybe he wanted to, to have the, uh, the the less steamy hairdo. But, yeah, I noticed that was that was gone. So, anyhow. Not everybody can rock the mullet like you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, we're working on a mane and tail deal. Um, so, I got to go to the uh, – I'm going to go to Walgreens today and get some, and then we'll do a photo shoot for Instagram and maybe tag them, see if we can get some uh, action that way. But uh, yeah, so to, to wrap up how the race ended, they start side by side, uh, Bush and Nemechek. Bush makes no effort to like engage Nemechek, sort of lets him get away. Announcers don't claim he lets him get away, but he doesn't race him. So Nemechek gets out in front a little bit, uh, Bush sort of makes a half-ass effort to get by Nemechek, but really doesn't. And then Creed's hauling ass. He's like, hey, if he's not going to go for it, I am. He tries to get by Bush on the inside. He sort of bumps Bush, uh, but he doesn't get by him. And then after the race, Bush cries post-race about how Creed raised him. Is that not accurate? No, he did. Yeah. So we had John Hunter Nemechek come away with the win, followed by Kyle Busch. Sheldon Creed finished third. Tyler Ankrum fourth. Austin Hill fifth. Matt Crafton sixth. Todd Gilliland seventh. Zane Smith eighth. Ryan Priest ninth. And Derek Krause rounds out the top ten. Yeah, we had a, back lo- a bad luck Chuck club for uh, Stuart Friesen finishing 33rd. He had been running well all day. Johnny Sodder didn't even get to start the race. He finishes 35th. So apparently he did start to race. He he limped around, got some laps in, because Grand Enfinger finishes 36th. Uh, good finish for Josh Berry. He's just started running the trucks recently. He finished 11th in a number 25 truck, which was, I want to say they were like 25th in the owner standing. So that's uh, upswinging 14 spots for him. And then as we look at the standings, Nemechek, Rhodes, Gillen, and Creed are in on wins. Austin Hill and Zane Smith locked in on points. So we really um, just have four spots open. Yeah. um, I feel like Crafton plus 109, Friesen plus 67. Hosts of our plus 52 are fairly safe. There's only two races left. So they would have to do something catastrophic. Chandler Smith even is fairly safe, except for Johnny Sauter, Tyler Ankrum have showed that they could win races in the past, not this year, but in the past. So, And then uh, Austin Self, we won't mention his middle name because we don't yeah, want to Yeah, because a lot of people named, uh, with a middle name Wayne have killed people. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, and then uh, Derek Krause, 55 points out. All four of those guys would likely need to win. But as you mentioned, they could do it. We just haven't seen it uh, thus far this season. So as we transition into Xfinity, which raced Sunday, uh, no practice. And the Toyota development guy shit on our guy, David Starr. Yeah, I mean, it appears he's out of the race, right? Did you watch the race? Yeah. Did the TV people sort of said he was out too. Yeah. And he went towards the garage. <laughs> so, way well, to we'll go. See. Is he out? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he had, they had practice. He would have found out about this issue. Yeah. Uh, so as we get started in stage one, Harrison Burton is leading early, Daniel Hemrick in hot pursuit, and then uh, Santino Ferrucci uh, cuts off Williams to bring out the yellow on lap 12. Uh, they sort that? of cut each other off. They were, as they said on the thing, they were taking different um, routes into the corner, and the two <laughs> routes intersected. 
Um, and what this does is, I mean, the main reason this is in the, the rundown is this gets the different pit strategies going. Um, some people pit, some people don't. And then, so we have a three lap sprint to the end of the stage. It's Justin Allgaier and Harrison Burton duking it out. Uh, Harrison Burton comes away with the victory. Yeah, he leads every lap of stage one, followed by Hemrick and Allgaier, who look really strong, as do Austin Sindrick and A.J. Allmendinger. And then uh, stage two, Justin Allgaier doesn't pit. Uh, and then on lap 25, we have a big crash. Yeah, it, uh, like, it looked vicious. Like, and Haley laid down on the ground for a little bit. He said he, he uh, lost some air. Like, he, he was having a little bit of trouble breathing. Um, they're lucky just two cars cra crashed there. That had all the makings of an 8, 9, 10 car crash. The big one. Yeah, and the only people out are um, Justin Haley and Ryan Vargas. Ryan Vargas's po uh, interview was sort of sad. He had a, uh, a crew member who had passed away recently, was on his car, so he was sort of racing in his memory, and he was sort of taken out in shitty fashion. Not, not that it was Haley's fault. <laughs> yeah. And then you didn't like Jeff Burton, you know? Um. I just noticed it. Like his voice, does his voice annoy you a little bit? No, not really. It's like really low. And we, like, <laughs> like, I feel like he needs a voice coach. He's a good announcer and he's got some good insight, but yeah, his voice, it, it starts grading on me, but go on. All right. So we get back to the action. Daniel Hemrick passes Justin Olgar on lap 33. He's looking good and he's looking real good. Yeah. looks like he's going to get his first win in uh, Xfinity. But then uh, Harrison Burton spins out trying to pass Allgaier for second on lap 35. And then we see an interview from Justin Haley that was a lot more mature than what we've seen from Ty Gibbs. Yeah, I mean, Haley could have said something about the way Mayer raced him, but he didn't. He just said, you know, you know, stuff happens. If that was Gibbs, he likely would have said Mayer was a dirty uh, racer and uh, he's awful at driving, but he didn't. And then that's what he said after the Arca race, right? Is that what you were showing me? Oh, yeah. Well, the Arca, no, the Arca race is different. Our Arca race, uh, Ty Gibbs, who cried about A.J. Allmendinger's driving, did the largest attempted block ever. Like, they went across, like, nine lanes trying to block Chandler Smith, who got his nose uh, in front of where you should be allowed to try to block someone and almost caused havoc. But luckily, Chandler Smith's a pretty good driver. So as we get back to the action, most leaders uh, pit – uh, Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson will start out front and then we see Ty Gibbs uh, ends up winning the stage followed by uh, Gregson, Brandon Jones, Mike Snyder and Riley Herbst. And then Dan Daniel Hemrick, we mentioned he was looking really good but uh, really guess what? Good. <laughs> really good. Pit penalty. Pit penalty. Get the damn Speeding. speedometer. Speeding. No speedometer. So... So as we get to the final stage, it's Gibbs and Austin Cendrick on the front row and Ty Gibbs uh, gets out front. And then we have some action as Riley Herbst gets into the front, uh, gets into the wall. Oh man. Oh, Riley, every single race, top 10, running top 10, running top 10, running top 10, whammo. <laughs> Doesn't finish top 10. I think like uh, Wrecker's not checkers and he's not getting no to any checkers. Uh, I mean, Wrecker's are ninth place. No. <laughs> But his playoff chances are evaporating. Yeah. And then, so as we talked about it before, a lot of campers out there. 
Yeah, they. I mean, they right. mentioned. Uh, I believe it was Dale Jr. No, was it Rutledge Wood? No, somebody Rutledge. I think mentioned that they had more campers than any time ever. And you know, allegedly, maybe the doubleheader is paying off. But then I got to thinking: Are you better off with more campers ever at one weekend, or are you better off with slightly less than more campers ever at two weekends? What's the math on that? I think you did more campers at one weekend. Okay. I mean, to me, I would. To me, I would think you want slightly less at two weekends. Maybe. I mean, I guess the ticket, like the ticket money, is going to be the same. Yeah. Or better, the ticket money is going to be better at two, in one weekend. But I think the money you get from camper space. And the local economy is better with slightly less at two different weekends. Hell, I don't know. This is too much math. Yeah, anyhow. Um, 41 laps to go. Cindric uh, and Gregson out front. Um, and it looks like it's going to be Cindric, Gibbs, and Gregson for the win. Almondinger does a two-tire uh, pit stop around lap 58. Um so he passes Cindric during the pit cycle. A- AJ's out in front, might have Dinger in the Pocono shirts getting ready to be made by a uh, colleague racing. But then Cindric is just hauling ass. He passes Almendinger on the track uh, on lap 50, uh, 61 with Hemrick uh, about 34 seconds ahead, but needing the pit. Then, uh, Hemrick, Hemrick, he he yeah. was looking. One lap was that we said he was looking so good on lap 70, uh, 33. 33. Oh, he finally pits on lap 72. Whole world, every one of the announcers, everybody is like, he's got to do fuel-only pit stop right here, right? Am I right? Am I right? Uh, no. You're no, wrong. he doesn't. He goes all four tires. And not only that, guess what? He gets another effing speeding <laughs> Another speeding penalty. Get a speedometer. Um, yeah, you still like you can tell me till the uh, cows come home that the speedometer won't work, but I bet it would. I bet it would. But the good so, news was once he pitted, the most beautiful car of the weekend moves into first place. Booze pops, baby. Yeah. We got we are uh, are if we had a wish list of sponsors at this point, we'll take anybody. But we're going hard after Hump Bros. We're going hard after Main and Tail. Going hard after Eight Ball. But Booze Pops is the one and only. It's the one we want. If you get us we can Booze do a Pops, couple of them, then we record the episode. Yeah, like I said, we don't need much money. Just a few boo po- <laughs> <laughs> Booze Pops a week, and we're good. Uh, so Jeremy Cl- uh, Clements led for two laps, and then Alex LeBay finally pits with 15 to go. Uh, but Cendric cycles out to first, followed by Gibbs and Allgaier. Yeah, it looks like at this point, Cendric. There's nothing that could possibly stop him from winning. Except, is that David Starr's music? Oh my gosh, that's David Starr's music. He's not even supposed to be here. Cindric almost rear-ends David Starr, who the announcers told us beginning of the race was out of the race. Yeah, I believe they did. I'm going to have to go back and watch. But I thought for sure they said he was out of the race. Almost the same exact fashion that uh, Gregson rear-ended David Starr earlier in the season. Like Cindric even said post race interview, he's like, I don't know where 
the 66 came from. He was like five seconds ahead, and then he was. <laughs> so, yeah, Cedric almost rear ends. I believe it was David Starr. Yeah. Yeah, it was David Starr. But he doesn't. Uh, lap traffic makes it a bit of a nail biter, but Cindric holds off Ty Gibbs. To w- it was so weird. I saw a picture of Cindric holding up four fingers. I was like, maybe he's a four horseman fan. What's this for? I did. It does not seem like he's won four races this year, but he has. Yeah. Yeah. I know he's been good, but I just can't remember the four. Like this podcast thing's got me so dizzy. Because <laughs> uh, I think he didn't he win in Phoenix. When he had don't, I don't ask me the name. Let's just go. the road course. Let's just go to the results. All right. Yeah. So uh, Austin Cendrick wins. Ty Gibbs in second. Justin Olgar third. Noah Gregson fourth. AJ Allmendinger fifth. Daniel Hemrick, who was looking really good. Two sixth. times. Two times. We're gonna call him two times for now and for his two pit penalties. Brandon Jones seventh. Jeb Burton eighth. Josh Berry ninth. Myatt Snyder rounds out the top ten. Like what a weekend for Josh Berry. I mean he's going to be swatting off people for full-time rides next year in some sort of series, I would think. Let's hope so. If you keep getting top tens, people want you. Yeah. Noah uh, Gregson, he had, uh, he came in, uh, he had three straight, he, he now has three straight top tens after four consecutive third finishes. So he is trending upward uh, and he's headed safely in, I think, even without a win, but We'll talk about that uh, later in the week. And then uh, Brett Moffin was edged out at the line for a top 10 uh, finish. Uh, Michael Annette finished 12th for 25 points, and Jeremy Clements finished 13th with 24 points. Uh, they did what they needed to do, which was to finish and score more points uh, than Brandon Brown, who scored 22 points. Yep. Uh, I was once again impressed by Santino Ferrucci. He finishes 14th. Sam Hunt is, that's a story that someone needs to do. Just how they've gotten a bunch of different drivers to get stuff out of their number 26 car. Um, It's pretty impressive every week. And then uh, some other notable finishes. Alex LeBay finishes 16th. Sam Meyer in his first Xfinity race finishes 18th. And Jade Buford finishes 19th. Uh, some bad luck chucks for me would have been Justin Haley, who finished 38th and only got three points. And then Riley Herbst uh, finishes 35th and only gets eight points. Yeah. Uh, standings, not much action up top. All Geyer and Harrison Burton flip flop fourth and fifth, mostly because of Burton's crash. Brandon Jones and Justin Haley flip flop 17 or seventh and eighth because of Haley's uh, crash. Gregson's now 80 points clear of the cutoff in 10th. Annette, 56 clear in 11th. Jeremy Clements, 50 clear in 12th. Brandon Brown had an okay finish, but he lost ground to Annette and Snyder. So. So that is. Or Clements, sorry, Annette and Clements. So that was the Xfinity race as we jump to the Cup Series. This was Saturday's race. Uh, Larson out front in stage one, but then. it looks like we're not going to get BOGO wings as uh, Chase Elliott takes some early damage in his rear ended by Ryan Priest. Yeah, I was like half of half of our BOGO was gone at that point. But then you even know they got to work on the car in between. So your BOGO chances for Sunday are pretty unlikely too. Um, William Byron makes Larson look human with a pass on lap five. And that's when they tell us that Exalta was very proud of uh, Byron's paint scheme because they were showing off their 
color of the year. Uh, it was a greenish yellow they call electrolyte. Now, which led me to believe, like, Exalta, why is a wiener pill company have a color of the year? Do we actually know what Exalta is? Is it paint? It's either paint or, like, it sounds like wiener pills. But <laughs> I think it's paint. I think it is related to DuPont, but I, I don't care enough to look it up because then I can keep the wiener pill thing going. <laughs> All right, so then we get some, uh, the damage brings out a caution, which turns into the competition caution. We get a mixed bags on who comes into pit and who doesn't. Yeah. Um, Cole Custer on lap 14, he's got to start from the rear. Uh, uh, near, well, no, he started from the rear to start the race. And on lap 14, he gets uh, clipped by uh, Brad Kozlowski on a crossover. Um that brings out another yellow and uh bush and byron yeah, battle <laughs> sorry i'm getting my saturday notes and sunday notes mixed up because why the hell you got two races on one weekend uh bush <laughs> and byron battle on the restart with eight to go um bell pits with three laps to go he ends up getting lapped by bush he had a 16.5 second penalty or pit which too slow Meh. So the short pitting, it only works if you have a good uh, pit stop. Kyle Busch wins a stage. He's followed by Byron, Larson, Logano, and Harvick. All right. And as we get to stage two, Joey Logano and Tyler Reddick, who didn't pit, are out front. Uh, Logano maintains a spot near the front, but Reddick drops back to seventh after about eight or nine laps. Yeah. And then this is where uh, Kyle Busch has been whining all day. He whined about. Uh, uh, Sheldon Creed and now he's he wants his spotter to give Denny Hamlin spotter the double bird on lap 34 I don't know what for you guys are teammates I, uh, I guess he was racing way too hard well you know what that's how you were supposed to race John Hunter Nemechek and you didn't <laughs> oh man <laughs> and then on uh, lap 41 the first of the non-pitters to pit uh, in the number 8 car P-Water um, Park yeah what's Kalahari that? Huh? Kalahari Resorts. It's the water slides. You didn't listen to our broadcast with the Luke at the very end. We talk about the Kalahari Resorts and how all that water is like sixty nine percent of its pee. And why would you send your kid there? Oh man, lost them as a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> that's the only reason that note's in there. Uh, so Logano and Kurt Busch are running one and two. They pit on lap 45, um, which gets them on a different cycle than everyone else. All right, and then on lap 53, we get a caution as Ryan Newman spins out to bring out the yellow, the leader's pit. Uh, William Byron gained seven spots as he only had a two-tire uh, pit stop. Yeah, and then on lap 61, we get Corey LaJoy, who had four straight weeks in the top 20 but he gets a, uh, roughed up in a fracas with uh, fast pasta, Anthony Alfredo. So that impressive streak for the, the kind of car he's running and ends uh, in this race. And then on lap 72, Ross Chastain, who has been trending upwards, was running 15th. Looked like he had another top 10 run in him, but he gets out of the groove in the tunnel turn. Yeah. I mean, he was running fourth as recently as the, the lap 64 restart. Um, he needs points desperately. He won't get them this race. And then uh, we restart with two to go, and it's another Bush. 
that will take the stage fairly easily. This one, or this time it is Kurt Busch. He is able to win, followed by Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, William Byron, and Ryan Blaney. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, Bush takes that momentum. He he gets the lead to start the final stage. But then guess who's coming? Got a little guy named Kyle Larson. Has he done anything this year? Kyle Larson, he's won in 92 different series. He's won 420 races the last month and a half. Um, He's dueling Kurt Busch on lap 84. He takes the lead. He's going to win again. You can hear the haters starting to boo. But then Kurt Busch passes Larson and laps with no tire pits. Yeah, a little chicanery, a uh, little, uh, you know, trying something different. Um, we get debris in the tunnel turn on lap 108. That means they're going to restart with 19 to go. And then we see Kyle Busch on the outside, uh, Alex Bowman on the inside. He was fourth on the choose rule. And then yeah. Bowman has one of those rare inside runs for the lead. Yeah, just like odd that someone else in the top either the second or third did not pick i know the second probably won because the inside just wasn't winning but why is the third you would put yourself in third on the outside instead of front and the because the car that was first in on the inside never got the lead but it was always able to slip in the second or third place so yeah. why you would put yourself in third where you get on the fourth boggles my mind but whatever. Um, 18 to go. Larson passes Kyle Busch. Um, and then four to go. Larson passes Bowman. I guess we should have said, yeah, you said Bowman had the rear inside. So he's yeah. leading. But Larson's coming hot and heavy. He passes with four to go. He's going to win four in a row. Or is he? <laughs> with about a half a mile from the finish, Larson blows a damn tire. And like, yeah, Bowman wins. Same week he signs a contract, he wins because you know what, Larson, he's always a bridesmaid. Yeah, never the bride. Yeah. Someone should get Bowman. Don't get that anymore. Yeah, sort of sad. I I don't know what they did with that graphic. Um, I guess. Can we like make fun of him because he's been the bride now like four or five straight weeks? Like. Like, is he just getting married all the time? Yeah. Why don't you get married some more? What are you, Liz Taylor? Um, That's an old joke you won't reference. So the irony of the whole deal is he took four fresh tires in his pit. Bowman took two. Kyle Push took zero. Yeah, and on that note we had earlier, that was Kyle Bush that took no tires. Between the two races in the same weekend and the Bushes all up there, that was Kyle Bush that took no tires. But yeah, so Bowman took two. Kyle Bush took zero. Their tires didn't blow up. The guy who took four new tires blew up. Just wasn't in the cards for our man Larson. But then the big news is Hendrick Motorsports has now won six in a row. They're unstoppable rebel force. Is anybody ever going to beat them? Yeah, I don't know. And it's weird because after the race, Denny Hamlin's like, yeah, we had speed. Um, if we would have been in the right place, we were fast enough. And then Kyle Busch, who's whining, is like, oh, our cars are just terrible. JGR, there's no way they can catch Hendrick. Did you hear that post-race? Yeah. 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 I mean, he said that before, too. Yeah. But he just sounded like, why even race on Sunday? We're not going to be able to compete. Where Ham- Hamlin's like, yeah, we had some speed there, and I think with the right position, we can win tomorrow. 
So uh, Killer Bees, uh, Killer Bees in the top six, five of them: Bowman, Kyle Busch, uh, William Byron. Denny Hamlin doesn't have a B in his name. He finishes fourth, but then he's followed by Ryan Blaney, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch finishes sixth. Joey Logano, seventh. Kevin Harvick, eighth. Kyle Larson able to finish ninth with a blown tire. And then Brad Keselowski rounds out the top ten. Some other notables. Uh, Reddick wasn't on the pit cycle he wanted, but finished 11th. And then Chase Elliott was damaged early, but grinded out a 12th place finish. We see Daniel Suarez, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Eric Amarola in 13th through 16th. There you go. So what day is this, Sunday? Like, can we get another race in on Monday? Just knock out three races in a row, and then we can take a couple weekends off. Um, Kyle Larson, he's got to go to the back of the field with a bunch of other cars because he needed a backup car. Because I don't know if you know about this, he blew out a tire and hit a wall. Busher, Chris, Chris Busher. Oh, go on. Sorry. No, I was just being facetious. What, what were you going to say? Oh, just, oh, I didn't know that because there's 20 other races this weekend. Uh, well, yeah, Wood Brothers had a chance to get 101 wins this year or this weekend. Um, they lost one of those chances. So now they're looking to get 100 on Sunday. Um, Chris Busher and Michael McDowell are starting out front. Um, yeah, it looks like... A, Busher looks good in the first three laps, but then <laughs> fast pasta blows a tire. He's into the wall in lap three. And then once we restart on lap seven, Busher out of line drops uh, out of the top 10 and McDowell takes the lead and we never see Busher again. No, promising day goes by the wayside. Um, I had high hopes for him. And then uh, it looks Martin Truex and Christopher Bell. They must have been in the right position because they got some speed. And they pass McDowell on lap 14. Uh, three Joe Gibbs cars pit with three to go, along with William Byron and Chase Elliott. Little strategy. Yeah, the only one that doesn't pit is Martin Truex, and I think that's just because he didn't want to give up playoff points for winning the stage. He wins a stage, followed by Eric Almarola, who's showing some speed again, uh, Kozlowski, Blaney, and Bubba Wallace. Oh. Also in the uh, top ten on that stage, McDowell, Stenhouse, Reddick, Suarez, uh, and Logano, and then William Byron unlaps himself at the finish line. Possibly, it could have ended up being the move of the race in the stage one. I mean, I guess it was the move of the race, but it could have affected the winner. Martin really didn't fight him off there. Yeah. Um, and he sort of, and to me, you want that killer instinct. You want as many people, because he still would have been on the lead lap. He would have, because he would have been the lucky dog. Yeah. But it would have started way from the back. Yeah, he would have started way in the back instead of he started in the top five uh, second stage. All right, as we get to stage two, Brad Keselowski uh, is out front. Kyle Busch, who'd been running strong, is reporting transmission popping out of fourth to get a little bit more whining. Yeah, well, this seemed like whining you should do. I know if my tranny was popping out of fourth, I would, in a manly fashion, I would mention it to someone. So then we see Kozlowski pit on lap 47. Kyle Busch uh, gets out front. He's apparently he's holding the transmission in fourth. Yeah, I don't know. And like, I guess we'll mention that now. To me, a car getting falling out of fourth gear and getting stuck in fourth gear, I think in the 80s and 90s that meant more. Like, like I think you would have been out of a race because you had to constantly shift, and they apparently don't. Which to me, are you dumbing down the cars like too much? Maybe. 
Anyhow, yeah. Uh, but Byron, who uh, Truex let get back on lap, uh, lead lap, is now second. So he could have been in like 20th. Now he's in second. And then uh, Ryan Blaney, who had been up near the front, had the double pit, loose wheel, maybe loose lug nuts? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When they said loose wheel, I said, I bet he's got loose lug nuts. And they just don't want to plug us? Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, gear sticky thing finally hurts Bush <laughs> on green flag pits. And then uh, after the green flag pits, Byron's out front with eight to go. Yeah, Byron wins the stage. Hamlin finishes second. He said he was showing, oh, sorry. He said he was showing speed, and there it is. Followed by Kozlowski, Christopher Bell, and you could see Bogo on the horizon, possibly with Elliot in fifth. And then during the stage break, Kyle Bush who's a favorite to win is trying to get the car out of gear. Yeah, it was weird. Before, it was falling out of gear, and then it was stuck in gear. So I just expect some epic whining after the race. But then props to Bush because he doesn't lose a lap, but it looks like his day is over as he has to come in for two pits in the stage break and is coming through the third turn when the leaders take the green flag. Yeah, yeah. when they approach the restart zone, you could see him off in the distance. Now, he does have momentum coming full bore at these cars that are just ramping up from 55 miles an hour. But, yeah, it, it seemed like a lot to overcome, especially when you've got a bungee cord, possibly some bubble gum, uh, duct tape, and a couple uh, Super Balls, and maybe some – ball bearings so then we have uh we get a caution and it's too bad that mike joy wasn't on the broadcast because we got a debris caution from cody Ware, and he could have called him out oh i miss that yeah that's what the restart was oh my gosh how'd you not know that well because i was so busy trying to figure out whether it's good like how your car is in fourth but not in fourth but stuck in fourth like back in the day i had a volvo I mean, if it was stuck in fourth, like it was a, you know, stick. If it got stuck in fourth or kept popping on a fourth, I wouldn't have been able to drive. But now you got the HHR. Now you're rolling. Yeah, you can stick that thing anywhere. <laughs> so a lot of leaders uh, pit with 46 to go, thinking they can go the rest of the way. Good move or bad move? <laughs> I think it's a good move. It, it, if If you know that. Uh, like if you know that you need to save from uh lap one no. uh but if you do like william byron and with eight to go like yeah we don't think we're gonna make it go on super 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 save mode i don't think that's gonna work out so bowman bell and elliot are among those who stay out and bowman is out front with 44 to go yep uh chastain uh, he is battling well this is when a like a, a just a chain reaction of events happens chastain's battling for second but he ends up getting in the bell so and he has a tire go down so chastain's out of contention and then two laps later chase elliott and bell get into each other now bell is out of contention and then two laps later elliott apparently from that same run and he gets a flat he's out of contention uh and all this goes back to that lap we mentioned where Elliot stayed out. He sort of tried to deke everyone, yeah. but he, and while he was deking, he got passed by, was it two cars or just one? I think it was just one. Just one. So instead of starting out getting to choose what lane he was in, he didn't get to choose. 
And uh, so, yeah, it looks like he deked himself. Sad. No BOGO. No BOGO. So I did not get to eat boneless wings on Monday because Chase Elliott decided to try to deke people. And then he deked you out of some free wings. Yeah. So with 28 to go, Ricky Stenhouse was running in the top 20. He blows a cylinder. He is out of the race. We see Alex Bowman finally pit with 25 to go. Uh, Cycles, Kislowski, and Reddick to 1-2, but they also have to pit. Yeah, it uh, Kozlowski pits with eight to go. Byron, this is when he decides, I'm going to be on super safe, max save. Uh, he's in front by four. But uh, it was around lap six, I want to say, Hamlin and Bush. Uh, their crew chiefs just released the hounds. They claim they have saved enough. They are going full bore. So either Denny Hamlin or Kyle Bush is going to – win this race if uh they don't run out of gas yep so byron pits with two to go so then it's just hamlin and bush and then bush passes hamlin with one to go and we won't get any whining kyle bush gets the win yeah it turns on hamlin is uh running out of gas so he ends up having to pit and you know what saved bush he had to pit twice yeah uh, so he went back in. Uh, he had an extra lap of fuel in his thingy. So, uh, but no whining, you know, the world, and he was so happy. It was a, like just such a moody guy. Yeah. When he's happy, he's pleasant. When he's mad, he's, he could be real. Uh... Anyhow, so we get Kyle Bush wins. Did we get free rowdy energy drink for that no. BOGO rowdy energy? I don't think I want to try it. Luke Hillen says it's not very good. Oh, hey, look, the bridesmaid who oh. finished second. Kyle Larson finishes second, followed by Brad Kozlowski in third, Kevin Harvick fourth, and then Bubba Wallace, top five. Top five. Is that his first finish. top five of the season? I believe so, yeah. It's the first top five for 23XI. Um, Blaney finishes six, followed by Bowman, who didn't get to uh, have a celebration after a Saturday win. Alcohol instead of Uncrustables, um, but he finishes seventh. I To me, that's still worth drinking and even having more Uncrustables, especially if they're the grape. I like the grape better than the strawberry. It's Reddick finishes ninth, Logano 10th. Right, and they, so the uh, Kyle's to the power of two, Bush and Larson one, two. They finished one, two on five occasions. Bush has won all five. Uh, so as we look at the standing, seven races left. Uh, right now, there's 11 cars in on wins. That's Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., Alex Bowman, Kyle Bush, William Byron, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, Christopher Bell, and Michael McDowell. Yeah, two guys with wins are in 16th and 17th place. That means number 15 in the driver points, who is now Chris Busher, is out of the playoffs with 427 points. Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, pretty much Juans. There's never been anyone safer without a win after uh, 19 races and Hamlin, who's 30 or 334 points clear. Like, so that's pretty damn good. For he somebody. will wrap it up. In 
Yeah, for not winning a race. Because he's still in first place ahead of Larson, I think, by like two or three points. So he, he'll wrap up a spot, even without a, a win, in if there's no new race winner in the next three races. Delhi's three spots up for grabs, I think. Uh, we got RCRs, Austin Dillon, uh, is 91 points clear. Tyler Reddick, also RCR, is 48 points clear. After the weekend, Kurt Busch is holding a precarious three-point lead over Chris Busher for the last spot. All right. I think and, uh, Daniel Suarez is trending up, but maybe too late. He's uh, 48 points down. Ricky Stenhouse stumbled over the weekend. Uh, he's tied, but Bubba Wallace is hard charging. They're at um, they're 54 points out. Yeah, and about a month ago, we were all fired up for Wood Brothers. They were Matty D was looking good. I think he was in the last spot. He is now minus 60. Oh, how things have changed. Ross Chastain missed out on a chance to capitalize with a good car in two races uh, this weekend. Like he should have finished top 10 both races. He didn't. He's uh, 72 behind. Uh, I gave some grades for the bubble guys on the weekend. Uh, I gave Kurt Busch and Bubba Wallace. I gave them both B pluses for the weekend. They got 62 and 61 points respectively. And Kurt uh, leaps into the above the cutoff line, but they did leave some points out there. Couldn't give them an A. I gave Tyler Reddick and Daniel Suarez a B and a B minus. They got 58, 51 points. Uh, on the weekend, Austin Dillon, C plus 42 effort. Chris Buescher, I gave a C minus, possibly a D plus, considering he started on the pole on Sunday, which should have guaranteed him some points in that first stage. He ended up with 35 points in the two races. Ricky Stenhouse and uh, Maddie D get Ds, possibly Fs. 27 and 24 points on the weekend. And then Ross Chastain. I think he should have finished top 10 both races with the car he had. He gets 16 points total. And I didn't grade him because he needs a win to get in. But Eric Amarola showing that they might be able to win a race in the last seven. All right. So that will do it for our episode. That is a busy, busy weekend at the Poconos. That was busier than Tara Reed at last call. <laughs> <laughs> So that will do it for our episode. Be sure to follow us on Loose Lugnuts Pod on Twitter and Loose Lugnuts Podcast on Instagram. We will be back uh, on Friday as we preview the Road America weekend. Got a race on uh, Sunday, July 4th. Should be some patriotic paint schemes. Oh, I'm fired up. Bro. It doesn't get more American than Road America. On 4th of July. So we will be back on Friday to preview Road America. Thanks everybody for listening. We will see you later. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Grand
that lady luck has given me the brakes. I must admit she's small a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance. I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And now I've got the others on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride. 